Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League. We had to say adios to our boy Juan. He is officially in Mexico doing deep secret. Um, Nick, I don't know if you heard the last one, but he's our mole for Taco Bell. Oh, mm-hmm. perfect. Yep. He is testing their new chicken tenders. They have crispy, spicy tortilla chicken tenders. He admitted knowing a little bit about it, and just a coincidence that he's going south of the border for three weeks. That's a it's good enough for a test run. I think so. But no need to fear, everyone. We got we got most of the team in studio. We got our trusty right hand man, Beer. What's going on, guys? And as always, the TA of the podcast struggling through his flu game of the season. A little sick. You're going to hear a little sniffles, a little cough. But you know, um, yeah. at least he made it. <clears throat> Rough voice. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of <clears throat> but yeah. we'll edit that out. It's that manly voice. I like it, though. All right. Let's, yeah. without further ado, let's get into it. How was everyone's weekend? Beer, let's start off with you. Weekend was good. Um, flew to Minnesota to visit the girlfriend. Um, flew out there on. What day was it? On Thursday. It's it was really nuts. So I flew to Rochester and it was insane thinking that in about an hour and a half I was like in Chicago, like sitting down in Chicago and then like at my girlfriend's house. I'm used to like a five, six hour drive. It was like a breeze. So it was it was a good time there. Um Is that where she lives? Yeah, so she oh. lives in Rochester, yeah. Um so then I went out we went out on Friday, uh did some drinking, went uh played went bowling. Kicked ass in bowling because I'm would really you would you shoot or score? Uh, or what's it, it was called? one roll roll, roll. That's 100 percent right. It was like one. I got lucky with a bunch of strikes, but I got like in the 150s, so oh. it was it was okay. That's that's more than luck. Luck was, is like oh, I don't usually get over 100, and I got over 100. If strike, that's like you know what you're doing. If strikes are luck, sign me up for luck. I didn't I didn't like I wasn't the best though. There were other guys there that had the, their own bowling ball that we went with. It was uh it was one of our one of Jenny's friends birthdays so we were with a bunch of people and then we went played laser tag there and i was like sauced Whoa. when you're we playing laser tag and i was like gassed at the end but your boy um you know finished second in total points and i had a shoot to hit ratio is like 22 percent hit ratio and everyone else is hitting at like five percent so i'm i'm a dead eye wow <laughs> i know i'm really good and then we went out and drank afterwards uh had some had some holiday drinks it was like a cranberry something mojito it's pretty good and then uh then Saturday was was oh, pretty. Was just Friday. Friday. Was just Friday. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. dude, I thought this was wow. the weekend. What a great start! Yeah, Saturday was Saturday was fun. Uh, the, so it was me, Jenny, Jenny's roommate, and her boyfriend, and we made a they made a bunch of Christmas cookies, and then me and uh, um, Claire, her, Jenny's roommate's boyfriend's Jenny's roommate, Claire? Jenny's roommate's named Claire. Her boyfriend is oh. named Kyle. Um, me and Kyle were in charge of making the. Um, the dirty hot chocolate is that how you it basically spiked hot chocolate spiked hot chocolate yeah. so we put a bunch of baileys in hot chocolate and you couldn't really taste the difference and got pretty drunk doing that watched some christmas movies watch klaus you guys ever seen that it's on uh it's on netflix pretty dang good no. it's pretty dang good uh, what's funny. it about it's uh it's about this guy who is the son of a king and uh he's kind of like stuck up and then the king sends him to a really far away like really northern village to set up a post office and the village is just filled with (laughs) so like he's this guy's like all stuck up he's like in order for you to come back and like live your lavish lifestyle again you have to go set up a post office and so he gets up there and he finds out that the town one does not send mail anywhere so he's basically screwed he has to send six thousand letters he has to like stamp six thousand 
he's basically screwed. He gets up there, and then there are two like families that just hate each other and are in a constant war on this island. And he's <laughs> basically throughout the thing, you know, he you know fixes everything because of Christmas. Um, but no, it was, it was a pretty good one. Um, that, that was fun. And then Sunday, wow. I uh, cried watching uh, the Chicago Bears. It was a good time. Yeah. We need to delve further into this story when we hit timeout sports ball. We'll yeah. spend more time on it. There's a yeah. lot to unpack there. Oh, also, yeah. your entire Friday, I thought you were talking about a whole week. No, yeah. this is Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Friday, we got after it. Wow. Uh, all right, Nick, okay. how was your weekend? By extension, my weekend doesn't sound as busy. No, I know. Uh, we should have had him go first. Yeah, seriously. Um, so we had a party for my girlfriend who was moving out of the country in a few weeks at her uh, apartment on Saturday. So the whole weekend kind of revolved around that with friends coming in town Friday. Friday, I went to the best ramen place that I've ever had. Ooh, best ramen wow. I've ever had. I had ramen Friday. What did you go? Rami, wasabi ramen on Milwaukee and Logan Square. Okay, I've heard of that place. Is that good? It is fantastic, and it's decently priced. Bowl of ramen was $15, and it was the best ramen I've ever had. Whoa, the best ramen I've ever had, and I've this was only the second time that I went out for like authentic ramen. Um, sorry to cut you off, but it's this place on Belmont right around here. On uh, right by like the video game store and where the Devil Dogs is now, it's called Strings. It's mm. been on a bunch of like uh, TV shows and Chicago's Best and everything. And they said that they got like extra spicy chili oil, and I love spicy stuff. And they have five levels. Oh, and so I asked her, I was like, "What level do you think I should start with?" And the girl just goes, "Oh, four. Oh, and I was wow. like. That doesn't sound like a right thing. Give like me yeah. five, you know. <laughs> well, no, I was like, uh, well, she's like, five's like super, super hot. That's when you get into like the Carolina Reaper. And I was like, oh, I've had that stuff. Like that stuff's no joke. Um, but I thought it was just such a bit. So I started off with two and I'm not going to lie. It wasn't hot at all. Mm. So she, she was right. She but, was right. But it sounded like scary where she's like, five is like the challenge that they do. And she's like, oh, but you could do four. You I was like, four. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Sorry. Just by looking at you. I apologize. That's, she she's got a good eye for stuff like that as a person who works there. Yeah. Um, but regardless, the ramen was delicious. The party on Saturday was a great time. Um, you know, drank for about ten hours straight or something. So by the end of it, it's well, it was a twelve-hour party, right? Yeah, just about. We we almost made it there. Uh, just about. Did so. you go to T Box? Was that? The party? No, or no? No. no. That wasn't this weekend. Yeah. Or it was, no, it was, this, it was week. this weekend, um, but we had our own party. Cool. I'm too old for T-Box now, which yeah. is, that's actually where I met my girlfriend. But I met my girlfriend now. at T-Box too. Whoa. Oh my God. Oh my God. A couple years ago, I was really hammered and she took away my, well, I paid $200 for tequila shots at Country Club, so it was a good time. Wow. That sounds similar to mine, except I didn't pay $200. Yeah. yeah. I was really hammered. Yeah. So. Wow. That's incredible. Um, so I went to T-Box this weekend. Hey, it was a good time. Um, it was a lot of fun, except I went completely sober. So I was sick, um, all week, like getting worse and worse each day, which I didn't get it. I'm taking like this really strong cold medicine, but I was like, you know what? Everyone, we had some people in town for it. Some people I haven't seen in like almost a year. So I was like, they're only in town for that night and then they're, or for the bar crawl and then they're going back the next day. So I was like, fine. Showed up to the pregame, just started crushing tea. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie, green, green tea, green just, tea. just G- glugging it. Ginger. And so Zimmer's roommate, Julia, has came up with this like chest, like a like a mini like chest that you would find like a pirate do. And she opened it up and it just fills the brim with tea. Mm. So I'm like, ooh, okay. 
Like, how many different kinds you got? She's like, oh, I got so many kinds. So I had a ginger green tea that was, eh, that was pretty good. But let me tell you the best. I had green tea with mango. And immediately when I said it, I was like, that's going to be so disgusting. But it was awesome. How did they get mango into the tea bag? Because it's got to be like in a leaf form, right? I'm guessing that it was like super, super dry. Or maybe just the flavoring on the leaves. Mm. It, it it had that aroma, like super, super strong mango. Like once I poured the kettle and just like dropped it in, they're like, oh my God, that's mango. But it was mm-hmm. it was really good. And then the the crawl was really good. Um, I'm not going to name any names, but there got a little drama at the end, a little drama. Oh no. I'm mm. not going to name any names, but there was some tears shed. And here's, here's my favorite thing, and this is why I love Steve Rawls. Is um, <laughs> he he wasn't the one crying, so like I feel like I could say his name. While this is all going on, every, everyone's like trying to like cool down the situation. He comes up to me, and all he says is, "So should I order the Pequods now, and we could walk to your house, or like do you think we have to wait a little bit? Uh, do you think we should walk home? Like we we could probably leave soon." And I'm looking around. I'm like. Do you not see what's going on? Like this is a whole ec- epidemic. Like one we're gonna have to do mind. it. One track yeah. mind. Um, but my last thing is a bunch of drunk people at Sluggers. What? First of all, did you know there's a back room at Sluggers? Yeah, of course. Did you know there's a back room at Sluggers? I've, I've been to Sluggers once. I don't really remember too much of it. Okay, then probably no. But they have a back room at Sluggers. I didn't even know that. I've been to Sluggers over a hundred times, probably in my life. Um, so we go back there. They have Papa Shot. Me wow. and Rawls are playing. You know, someone someone may have won. I'm not going to point any names, but it was me. Mm. Oh. Um, so I killed it. But here's what I got to say. it's I don't know how fair it was being the only sober person there. Like any game someone wanted to play, it is super easy to win when you're dead sober. I drank 11 glasses of water. Not, a, not to brag. Um, <laughs> but wow, so hydrated. It's like seven hours into the bar crawl. Everyone's shit-faced. And people are like, I bet you five bucks I could beat you in darts. Yeah, sure. All right. Easy money. Dude, I just saw you miss the board 11 times in a row. <laughs> and like people in Papa Shot, like I put up like 60 plus points a game. People are putting up like 20. They're like, I bet you 20 bucks. I didn't actually take anyone up on it, but I was like, sure. Like what any amount of money. Like it was like betting with babies. That's a good way. That's like just a good new business venture, you know, just go out with people, stay sober and bet them all night. And yeah. then you it's come hustling. out ahead and you don't spend any money on drinks. So it's like you're doubling your money. Almost. I know. There you go. You want to know what's weird? I literally consider that. Like I checked my bank account today and I was like, wow, I have way more money than I should have. So I could buy something else. Yeah. Because if I wasn't sick, I would have probably had a couple of beers. You know, that's probably like 20 bucks, but whatever. Uh, so that was my weekend. That was really good. But let's go into Sunday because we had a good football week for some teams. And for our team especially, there was whatever. Uh, we're going to move on. We're going to save that best for last, worst for last, whatever you want to call it. We're going to start off with the Thursday night game, Jets v. Ravens. Ravens, Lamar Jackson, I think um, Barstool said it best. He's Lamarkable, Lamarvelous. Ooh. Whatever other puns you could say with his name, but he is unstoppable. He beat Michael Vick's record. Mm-hmm. Michael Vick was super humble about it. Um, it's just they're the team. We it, they've been peaking for so long. When are they going to come down? It's like Icarus, but there's no sun. For mm-hmm. people that don't know what Icarus is, the god that flew too close to the sun that got burned. But it's like there's no sun. Like they're just flying high. It's like it's like Space Jam when like 
Jordan like jumps and his arm just keeps stretching and stretching and stretching. They're they're at that level of drunkenness, um, and it's getting towards the morning. But they're like, one more beer. I'm gonna keep it going. One more beer. I'm gonna yeah. keep it going. You know, head the hangover off a little bit early and right. everything like that. I don't think it's gonna come crashing down though. It you think they're like football it. hair in the dogging? Uh, a little bit. Because yeah. I think that's genius. Yeah. 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 I mean, you said it. I didn't. So yeah, I agree. What'd you think? Love that game. I'm. It was it was fun to watch. Uh, Lamar Jackson's a beast, and you know what? I think it says more. You know, Lamar Jackson in a modern day offense just beat Michael Vick, and Michael Vick played in like back under center. It was a completely different game back when he was like starting out and you know running around the field and running for hundreds of yards. But uh, it's really impressive what Michael Vick did. But awesome, awesome job to Lamar Jackson. I just think it's really cool to see an offense like this. It, we, we've never seen anything like this for the Ravens where it's completely built around the QB. All of the personal decisions are based around that. It's just, it's fun to watch. And I mean, five touchdowns, five passing touchdowns for Lamar Jackson. It's pretty dang good. Um, Jets, whatever. Jets are, Jets are the Jets at this point. So I think yeah. it's just more, more awesome for Lamar Jackson. He's, you, you see that funny, that fun stat, you know, Joe Burrow won Heisman. We can also talk about that, but yeah. uh, he's older. He's older, a year older than Lamar Jackson, who might, gonna was going to MVP. Oh, who wow. is going to be the MVP? He's going to be the MVP. Be. Yeah. He's going to win it for yeah. sure. There's no reason not. It's insane that he's 22 years old. I got two things before we move on. One, I like what you said uh, and Michael Vick said is, like, when he played and he got the record, it was a very different game. Mm -hmm. No one, no one ever would build a team around a running quarterback. Not even with Vick, and Vick was a 99 stud in Madden. But I like that he didn't bring that up when he was given the compliment. Oh, absolutely. Because I feel like a lot of people today, like Jordan especially, if anyone gets compared to like him or Kobe, they always say, like, nah, we played when it was like yeah. the rough NBA, yeah. which is true. Mm-hmm. But, but like Michael Vick could have brought that up. No, I, bro- I broke the record when running wasn't even like an option. I think, I think Vick and other um, retired professionals start to realize at some point that their records aren't going to stand forever. Like um, Drew Brees just set the record last night for most career touchdowns in a um, most touchdowns in a career, and I think that's probably not going to stand either. So at some point, they're just going to have to wake up and a- acknowledge that. And I feel like that's kind of what Vic was doing as well. Right. I don't have that on our list, but I'd like to talk about that just for a quick second before we move on. You just ta- spoke about his record, how he beat Peyton Manning's. Yeah. What about his completion record that he set last night? Yeah, that was amazing. Twenty nine for thirty. Yeah, that's crazy. And he, he didn't get a perfect uh, didn't get a perfect passer rating either. He had a better full game, full game completion record than Jacoby Brissett's first drive. <laughs> wow! Let that sink in. Yeah, for a whole game, he didn't beat get four plays. I love it. It's genius. Um, let's move on though. Because that was a good game. Um, let's move on to Bucks Lions. That was my lock of the week. I called it. I said I would have taken them plus whatever. I knew they were going to win. Detroit just doesn't seem like they're playing for their coach. Patricia's looking like he's on his way out. Famous Jamin's out here, always throwing picks. But he just put through. He he did a record. First quarterback to go back to back 450 yard plus games. He 
Is it even possible for him to have the most touchdowns and interceptions in the league? Yeah, it's 100% possible. He's projected oh to, He's projected that right now. <laughs> and the, the exciting thing is he is our modern-day gunslinger. Nobody's looking at him. Like, he literally does not care. I'm going to throw the ball as hard as I can at people I think should be open. And he doesn't care if he throws picks because he's throwing four touchdowns. And he did it without Mike Evans. And now yeah. Godwin's down, so we'll get to really see it. But about what you said about the gunslinger, how fun do you think it is to be Bruce Arians to have a quarterback like that? I mean, you got to think it's got to be so much fun. It's like playing men. Yeah. Like, you, you know the four verticals A? Like, you know that play mm-hmm. that everyone does? You could do that every time. And <laughs> just like, well, he's going to throw him down the field. He's got a cannon. And honestly, I don't know how you don't bring him back. He's playing. Sure, he throws lots of picks, but. I mean, how do you argue against two back-to-back 450-yard games going to lead the league in touchdowns? Like, I feel like despite the despite the picks. I think they're on a four-game win streak, too. Oh, wow. I mean, that's, they, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's hard something. to do in the National Football League. So they were up thir- So they were up basically the entire game, and I th- still find it kind of wild that their running game is still so bad. So I think that's what we're going to be seeing from Tampa Bay going in the offseason. Mm-hmm. They're going to resign James Winston, and then they're going to – they have to do something about that run game because – they they all average one point seven yards Oof. per carry. That's that's really freaking bad. I think I think the biggest thing we can learn from Jameis is we need to start looking for when uh, guys, especially quarterbacks, are coming out of college, looking outside of just what's going on on the fields and look at off the field. Because Jameis, remember, he stole some crab legs his freshman year. He said he didn't have a bag, so he put them in his pants. Yeah, he put them in his pants. Yeah, he didn't want to pay the ten cents for the bag. Makes for sense. For the forty dollar crab. Legs. He, he, he's, so put him in his he's a college kid. He's trying economical. to save, trying to save money. Yeah, he's economical. Uh, <laughs> but he, he thinks outside the box. And I feel like that is kind of indicative of him just being like, I'm going to sling the ball. I might throw four picks, but I'm going to throw 450 yards and four touchdowns as well. Mm-hmm. So it, it recruits – or sorry, scouts start looking at some of that stuff outside the box. Yeah, absolutely. The thing about Jameis Winston and what I said – Last week or two weeks ago about the Saints 49ers game or last week or whenever it was, I said that's good for the sport. Like When you tune into a game and it's 48 to 46 and it's just a shootout, the average fan's going to like it because all of us that watch football regularly, we can find the good in any game. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying for the average consumer of football, when they tune into that game especially, they're going to be like, whoa. And I think Jameis is doing that. When he's throwing the ball like, Yes, dude, he's really slinging it. And yeah, he's, he's not afraid to throw an interception. I think, I mean, he did it on the first drive. I I got a little suspicion that he did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. He's like, everyone knows I'm going to throw a pick. Let me get it out of the way. Wasn't it his first pass was a pick? Yeah. Am I, am I wrong on that one? I mean. Get it I'll, out of the way. Yeah. yeah. Right and then away. I'll throw four touchdowns <laughs> in 456 yards. That's like his settle in. That's his Zen thing. Some people have to, you know, like get into the zone somehow by listening to loud music or pumping themselves up. He's like, throw a pick, then I'm good to go. Yeah. Exactly. And also, anyone at this table, can you not tell me that next year, after having a full year with the team, Bruce Arians isn't going to just kill it next year? Like, I, I love him as a coach. And for some reason, the Bucks are undefeated in my head. Um, but. He is so good of a coach that I can't wait to see him with a full year under his belt with his guys. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the Bucs always had a pretty solid roster, just they could never put it together. It was lots of injuries. The running game was always suspect. Defense was always fine. They paid a lot of people a lot of money. And I guess 
that just shows Bruce Arians a beast of a coach, and he can go anywhere and turn them in, into a competitive team. So that's awesome to see. Yeah. Next up, we have the Falcons versus 49ers. A big upset this week. Falcons scored, I think, two touchdowns in under two minutes. Yeah. Or something like that. That was insane. I don't think anyone saw the Niners losing. Yeah, no. The Niners were nine-point favorites, by the way. So hear me out right now. I believe the 49ers are almost the exact same as the Bears were last year. So they have a top defense. Okay. Offense mm-hmm. is just kind of like so-so. They, I mean, they, you know, they focus on the run game a lot more. We focus a lot, a lot of misdirection, kind of trick plays. Um, but then they go into this game – a totally winnable game that you should have won. Everyone is going to put money on you to beat the Falcons and you lose. Bears went into, uh, remember the Bears went into New York last year and lost Mm. um, against the Giants. So it's just like that literally teams that they should beat, they lose and then they're going to go and they might not even be, um, they're not, I don't believe they're in first in their division anymore. They're now going to be a fifth seed if, if nothing changes. And so that just remind, I'm getting lots of Bears vibes. I could totally see them choke in the playoffs right away and take a step back they do have a kicking game though which is good i mean robbie gold i thought he missed Did some he miss stuff some? Oh, i didn't see it he's game. missed a couple kicks this year let me see three for three a three for three field goal what about extra point? do they have extra points uh, on yeah, he, he missed. one one for two extra points okay. i mean yeah i mean robbie's been very hit or miss first of all most kickers across the league have been hit or miss like yeah. even guys that should be beasts are missing like Justin Tucker is missing extra points this year. It makes no sense. So uh, that's just just the kicker situation. Yeah, and on the kickers, I think I think it has something to do. I know they moved back the um, extra points a few years ago, but that's got to like start taking a toll after a while because it used to be such a gimme. Mm-hmm. Just like you don't even have to think about it. You know, it's like go out there and making a, a tap in putt as a golfer or something like that. Right. And now you have to think about that all the time in addition to every other kick that you're doing. So now every kick becomes kind of like this intense thing. Mm-hmm. No kicker can relax. They start shanking all over the place. I, I love it. I don't know why I keep going back to Madden, but did you play Madden, I think it was like four or five years ago, and before that you couldn't miss a PAT? Like you had to go out of your way. You could just not touch anything, press A, press A, and you would still make it. Wow. Like that's – like it literally yeah. was like a chip shot. It was like the easiest thing you could do. Right. You could get no power and still get it over the crossbars. Yeah. It was awesome. And now people are missing. I was, Which I think, brings a good aspect to the game, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, I absolutely. Like and, you know, I was going to say, back when it happened, I was like a no-change guy. I want football to stay the same no matter what. And I was like, I can't believe they're moving stuff back. I can't believe they're going to change. It's going to be a slippery slope. But honestly, I think it made the game makes games way better. It forces these coaches to actually consider what they're going to do with an extra point. Every single time before they made the change, they would kick the field goal. Like, they would kick the PAT was super rare for just a random two-point conversion now it's like if you don't trust your kicker or the weather's kind of you know suspect you're going you're going for two like not even going to be questioning that and i think it's fun i think it's more way more fun i had a weird thought how many people do you think out there think a touchdown's worth seven points there's got to be some i think less now than it used to be used to be touchdown seven that's exactly what i was thinking because you know like when (laughs) Like, I feel like if you talk to a lot of, like, first-time, like, watchers, they'll be like, oh, you know, it's worth seven points because that's how what they score. Right. But that's interesting. But now, on a somber note. Okay. You knew it was coming. We buried him once. 
We buried him twice. We, we dug, dug him up. up. We <laughs> dug him up. There, there, there was a zombie action, you know, but we were cool with it. We were cool with the zombies. We, you know, we were friends fun. with them. It was yeah. fun. Um, but now, I'm sorry, buddy, we're going to have to put you seven feet deep. we got to make sure you're buried. Yeah. Um, so they're mathematically out, which sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost the Packers, which sucked. Yeah. I think... Um, beer texted to the group chat yesterday, so I'm gonna I'm gonna leave what he said to him. But my thing is, there's how many times this year have we not put a full game together? I all games except I think the Cowboys was our only full game. I mean, even the Redskins was suspect. Like we we haven't done it. This whole this whole game was the epitome of the season. We needed to come out and play four quarters, and we didn't. We didn't do anything, barely anything, in the first half. And we needed to take advantage. Our run game was really bad, too, um, this game. Honestly, Mitch looked fine. The two picks that he had, one was on a Hail Mary. The other one was an incredible play by a defensive lineman. Like, that was like he jumped in a passing lane that you – I mean, how do you coach against that? You just say, like, watch out for this seven-foot-tall defensive lineman standing up and rotating over because he can't – because he lost his pass rush there. Like, he went up in the guard, like, pushed him back, and then he just bounced around – the defensive tackle and jumped in the lane, picked it off, which is, I mean, it sucks, but it is what it is. Fun things, good positive notes for the Bears were uh, Allen Robinson and Anthony Miller both had 100-plus yards received. And, you know, just just watching how, how well Anthony Miller has played, Taylor Gabriel, you're, you're gone. And honestly, yeah. we're not going to miss him. He had some some awesome spectacular plays the three touchdown game earlier this year was awesome but honestly like I wonder how well this offense would have played if Anthony Miller was out there the whole time this from the get-go he we had some issues with Anthony Miller running bad routes earlier but now he's kind of settled and is is looking really really good it's like Mitch trusts him and will throw like anywhere and you you guys saw that you know he rolled out on that fourth down and threw deep he shouldn't even thrown it he should have ran it but like Anthony Miller makes a catch that is out of bounds. Just incredible catches that he's he's pulling in at this point. But, you know, it just wasn't enough. Our defense started missing tackles. I wanted Prince Mukamura off this team yesterday just because he's missing tackles on Aaron Jones. It was just – and, you know, I was I was thinking about it too, is that HaHa is just not a great fit for our defense. He's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but if we're making Eddie Jackson play strong safety and go tackle people instead of HaHa doing it, Eddie Jackson is a better – cover safety than haha clinton Dix. couldn't agree more and could not agree more i honestly believe that they did it because haha can't tackle that well and so they're like well eddie can tackle a little bit better so let's put haha back there and like let's have eddie go up just because haha would be a liability in strong safety let's go get a legit strong safety look kind of like amos was and let's put eddie jackson in center field and leave him out there the entire game um but you know packers came out and they uh they put it away. They uh, Aaron Rodgers had some pretty incredible throws. The that back shoulder to uh, I think it was a back shoulder. He basically schooled Buster Screen on the touchdown to Devonte Adams. Um, besides that, it was it was just kind of depressing at the end. We almost came back. The last play was the epitome of the season, though. We're pitching it around, desperately trying to get the touchdown, and we just came up close. If so. they gave it to Allen Robinson, which he should have, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a touchdown. Yeah, and even I, I listened to the uh, they were had like a little interview with Jesper Horstead. Um, some of the beat reporters did, but they they basically were like, "So did you see him?" He's like, "Honestly, like what was happening was is I was looking left and trying to make sure I got the pitch, and so he looked left and was looking forward, and like he caught it, and then." 
just basically just didn't see Allen Robinson behind yeah. him. And that makes sense. It's You know what? We shouldn't be blaming him because there were so many times to win this game, and we just couldn't do it. We got stopped on enough fourth downs. We just could not could not convert. And it was you know typical Bears game at this point. But we're going to bury him. Let's let's final two weeks. Let's see what we got and head into next year. So um, definitely a depressing season, especially because we had Super Bowl aspirations. Yeah, I think <clears throat> I agree with everything you were saying. I think this is a problem with setting ridiculously high expectations after a good season. Oh yeah, and I wish that we could. And I, you know, part of it's our fault. Part of it is the media's fault. Part of it's the team's fault. Everybody gets so high after you win twelve games and go to the playoffs and everything like that. But. Last season, I mean, winning 12 games, I wouldn't say it was a fluke, but was a little bit, like, on the luckier side. Yeah. And the fact that they could have won a couple more games last year, even more than that, was on the luckier side as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that, like, last year, if they had been 8-8, eight and eight, that was what everybody expected, and we could have continued to build on that. But regardless, won't hammer home last year anyways. Um, I, I mean, I've been saying it for weeks. I still like Mitch. I think Mitch is still the future, and I think they can continue to improve with him. Um, this is just, like you said, a disappointing loss um, because it's the Packers and because the Bears can't seem to beat the Packers. Yeah. Um, but holding Aaron Rodgers to 21 points at home in December, um, you know, 200 yards, 16 to 33, that's a pretty good job by the defense uh, overall. So the fact that we couldn't get the running game going, um, we had to you know, do a little fumble ruski right at the end uh, yeah. to give us a chance and everything like that, just – like you said, it's not putting a complete game together, and that's what's most disappointing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I just want to touch back on what you said about HaHa Clinton Dix and him and Bojack switching. I feel like making Bojack focus more on the tackles, I didn't like because his hands last year and his interceptions were such a crazy, impactful thing mm-hmm. that making him have extra thoughts in his head instead of just putting it on right center field, which I love and I agree with that, um, I didn't – It's well, obviously, I mean, this is hindsight now. When we got HaHa, I was excited. Yeah. I did like him. It just, you know, this is one of the things we test out, and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I think we got to put BoJack back out there. We got to – I mean, it's like what Nick said. We we held him to 21 points, and that's with us looking bad. Yeah. And, and with a bunch of injuries, what we got, Danny Trevathan out. We got Rokon Smith out. Um, um uh, Akeem Hicks, who's been out most of the year, was kind of in and out throughout the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's with an injured defense. Even you know, holding an eleven and three Packers right. team to that many points is, is pretty good. Yeah, we didn't have our O line struggled, which was really depressing to watch. I mean, you look at the stats, right? So Dave Montgomery, fourteen carries, thirty nine yards, twenty two point eight average. But Dave Montgomery was running in, like really running into the wall. I remember we were trying to run some outside plays where he's trying to get around the edge, and we literally where our tackles were three yards in the backfield and he had to like run backwards to get around him and it was just there was no room and it sucks our o-line we need to address it our whole offensive line besides maybe cody whitehair took a step back so we need to figure that out and then our pass rush just disappeared we had one qb hit yesterday kilomack had one tackle one tackle yesterday and it's embarrassing frankly we need and akeem hicks was back so we have to like wonder what the heck's happening Mack is getting triple teamed. That's whatever. Keem Hicks actually was doing stuff. He was make, he was getting like some pressure yesterday. But honestly, Leonard Floyd, you you know you were drafted to be a pass rusher, not to just be an athletic edge defender. Like we need to go get another guy that can 
put pressure on the QB. Aaron Lynch, you're gone, dude. He every single time I see he's out there, I'm worried he's gonna like jump off sides or something. Like he's just stupid. So let's go. Let's go get some better pass rushers. That's easier said than done because it's the, one of the hardest positions to find. But um, we need that. So this draft, both second round picks. I want offensive lineman. I want a pass rusher. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Uh, before we get off this, I just want to talk to all Bears fans out there, not just us. This season, yeah, it was a letdown. Uh, no one's disagreeing with that. But it's just like being a Cubs fan for all these years and being a Bears fan, really, for all these years. I mean, you can roll your eyes, but it's just we've, we've, we're used to bad okay. play, and we're used to coming up short, and we're used to having these high expectations with nothing coming from them. But, hey. There's always next year. <laughs> There's always next year. And I think if we make some good moves in the offseason, I'm going to be just as high on them next year. Yeah. Overall, though, the good games were fun to watch. That Dallas game brought me all the way back. Yep. All the way back. Just enough where they could rip my heart out. But let's still bear down and let's still be the monsters of the midway and we're going to come back stronger next year. Absolutely. Yes, all right, let's move on to locks of the week. So I'm hot. I'm three for four. It's not a big deal. It's whatever. Hot. Sizzling. Cast iron. Other heat things. <laughs> wow. Keep going. Yeah, they call me the space heater on this show. Because oh, that's how hot I am. Yeah, we do. So this week, um, I'll start us off. So originally I wanted the Bucks over the Texans at plus three. But after doing a little bit more research, I'm going to go with the Steelers minus three against the Jets. Yeah, they're at the Jets. But the Steelers' defense is looking like a top defense. They're looking really good. Um, and I'm worried about the Jets' wideouts always dropping shit. Like, Darnold's making some plays out there, and then they're getting drops, and I can't even imagine how demoralizing that is. And they had this whole talk about running the table, running the table, but now they lost. So mm-hmm. they're back just being the shitty Jets. And so I think with the Steelers, they're going to easily cover three points. So give me the points. I'll take the points. I'll eat them. And I think they're going to go in there. I think Duck has another good performance. Uh, the defense of the Jets is kind of hurting right now. Not like physically, but like just looking like they're giving up on the team. So that's uh, that's my lock. And I look uh, forward to going four and five. We'll see. We'll see. Go ahead. Um, yeah, so for my pick, I was looking around. Honestly, I'm kind of bought in on the Bills. I think the Bills are a very Ooh. good team. Defense is very good. And uh, this line is kind of kind of big i mean bills plus six and a half that's what i will go with um josh allen's looking fine they need the only thing they're missing that takes them to the next level is a true number one wide receiver imagine Allen robinson on that team and like a trusted receiver for josh allen to throw to they they're incredible their defense is awesome i i'm excited to see what happens versus pat's team because i think the bills are very different than they were earlier this year when they played them the first time yeah absolutely all right. Uh, I'm also on a streak, I believe. I wasn't here last week, but I think, I think I've think i hit three in a row. Uh, I have to go back and listen, but I think that's it. Uh, so I, I can't believe I'm reading this right. Does that say Saints minus three at the Titans? It does. Yes. So, yeah, Saints minus three. I, I mean, I assume that it, we're heading into week 16, so I assume that the starters for the Saints are, will still be playing because they still have something to play for. Yeah, mm-hmm. they still Breeze will still yeah. be playing. Uh, they put up, what, 34 on the Colts last night? No problem. Obviously, the Titans are not the Colts. They've been looking better with Tannehill, but minus three, no problem. 
I, I like it. All right, everyone, time out. Where? On the podcast. Oh. So this time out, we actually have a sponsor. Who's wow. the sponsor, may I ask? Beer League official. Wow. <laughs> We're going to sponsor ourselves. Yeah, so perfect. just a reminder, let everyone know. Let your dog know, your mom know, your cat know, your gardener know, your mailman know, or mailwoman, I don't know. Let everyone know to listen to this podcast, and it's just great all around. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much to our sponsor. <laughs> so this week, we're going to start off with the first one. A female NFL reporter catches husband cheating because of his Fitbit. So his Ooh. Fitbit, you can check him online, I guess. I, I don't own a Fitbit, but I was reading on the story, you can like track whoever you want of, you know, their steps, their calories, their heart rate, their sleep, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so she woke up at 4 a.m. and her husband was not by her side. And his heart was beating like a drum, just going out. So he, she called him on it and he admitted, you know, I was having sex with someone. So how nuts is that and how scary is technology? Yeah. Well, or you, you know, if this guy was smart, you would take off your Fitbit (laughs) instead of. I was thinking that. But I'm so convinced that he, like, he was like, well, if I keep it on during this session of workout, I'm going to get a crazy head start. It's 4 a.m. <laughs> the clock resets at midnight. I'm going to, like, wake up with, like, 300 calories burned, about a couple hundred step humps. That's why I think he did it. Step humps. He's still competing with his wife on the Fitbit while he cheats on his wife. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah. So, 4 a.m. She didn't realize that he wasn't there, kind of a thing. And yeah, she was like, he was he was on a business conference. Ah, uh, okay. uh, by the business. How conference. did? Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like you know, at 4 a.m. You're, if your heart's pumping, it could mean like, you know, you're by yourself. You know, giving your old left hand. Uh, yeah. Some use. So that's that's time. my thing, and I, I don't condone cheating at all. I, I think it's one of the yeah. worst things you yeah. can do to people. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But you gotta think this guy's got to be a little bit of an idiot. To not come up with anything. I was having a panic attack. I was having a nightmare. I was giving myself a little, how's your father? <laughs> you know, like, um, I decided to go on a run. I, for him. Anything. Yeah. Anything. You could have He could have said anything. But, but I guess I guess you shouldn't lie. You shouldn't lie, so I'm lie. okay with that. And yeah. they're, they're broken up now. Uh, I think they're going to get a divorce. But my only thing is, I give him props. We're coming out, but let me tell you this. Holiday season's coming up. How many girls that are a little suspicious of their boyfriend Ooh. are getting a Fitbit stocking yeah. stuffer? Mm. That is, is that a stocking stuffer, though? Those things are like $100, right? Oh, are they that much? I think so. They're not cheap. Oh. They track everything you do, still. including sex. And <laughs> I mean, <laughs> still, though. like, But yeah. don't you think I'm right? A lot of a lot of guys are going to be getting those gifts. Yeah, be like, wow, like I'm pretty fit, and be like, no, 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 like this is just make sure you're healthy, and then secretly, as soon as he's like, oh, babe, you know, I got a long day at work tomorrow, I'm going to bed. She's typing in, she's checking his heart Keeping rate. it up, yeah. So, does do you guys think that that guy? Do you think he he keeps it after they get divorced, or do you think he throws it out and is like, ah, that was that caused the end of my divorce. I don't want to look at that thing anymore. Oh, I think he's done with Fitbit. You think so? I think he sold all his stock. I think he, he threw it away. Bad review on Yelp. Yeah. Oh yeah. How is he going to track his fitness? Apple watch. (laughs) 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 He upgraded, but yeah, no, I thought, I thought that was crazy. And it's, it's, I don't want to say funny because it's not funny to be cheated on, but like, come on. 
it, it immediately reminds me of an episode of the league where they were trying to lose a bunch oh, the of fitness weight before, yeah, lose a bunch of weight before Thanksgiving. Okay, and they gave Ruxin uh, a um, like a wrist watch or something. Pedometer on his ankle to sh- prove that he was running. And he was tricking off with it. Yeah, Incredible. he said he could do right. about five miles yeah. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Just instead of being smart, you get caught with it. So good. Oh man. So yeah, I think I think guys out there, if you're getting a Fitbit, <laughs> sorry, but be on your best behavior. Uh, next up. It, w- it wouldn't be a timeout if I didn't bring up a food thing. Okay. Come on. You know that. I, I've brought it up every week. Didn't mm-hmm. bring the chicken sandwich yeah. again this week. Hershey, but I had it. I haven't oh. had it. Oh, I had it at a, well, I texted the group chat. It was phenomenal. Yeah, it was, it really was mind-blowing. Good, right? But Hershey's came out with a Hershey Kiss cereal, and it's exactly what you think. It looks like little Hershey Kisses in a cereal, and it looks phenomenal. And, oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, my God. The, the box looks Let's take looks a look. Good. What do we got here? Oh, I don't want to go to the grocery. <laughs> I want to order it. Okay, there we go. Wow. Doesn't okay. that look incredible? It's like literal Hershey Kisses. What is just in a bowl? Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. I mean, have you guys ever had like the like the Oreo cereal? Oh, Oreos? Oreos. For sure. I haven't had that. It's, it's really good. It's so good. It's like, it's inc- I'm guessing this is going to be just like it, yeah. and I'm just as, as excited. Or like Cookie Crisp. Where it's literally just mm-hmm. a bowl of cookies for breakfast. I think this is going to be the greatest late night snack. Like, I love cereal any time of the day. But you're telling me it's like midnight cold weather. You know, you want a little sweet. You're watching Watchmen or something. You're you're doing the Ezekiel Elliott over here on the couch, you know, scooping that cereal. But I think it looks phenomenal. Yeah. Do you I, think it? Uh, do you think it turns the milk into chocolate milk, kind of, of like course. some of those other chocolatey yes. cereals? Yeah. Of course. Does it look thick enough? Yeah, I'd be know. annoyed if it didn't. That's one of the my things that I was thinking of why it would be such a good cereal. Mm. Like you know, cinnamon toast crunch. When you get down to the milk, it's like just whatever Pour good thing you could. What? Oh. oh, I was gonna say you could bottle that. <laughs> that was almost taboo Tuesday. <laughs> I was gonna say you could bottle that. Would have been t- that's pre-crime. Yeah. If you throw out your milk, that's pre-crime. Yeah, you shouldn't. But no, I think I think it looks incredible. I agree. What it, so my thing is if any other candy could become a cereal, what would you want it to be? Mm. And don't mm. do Reese's Puffs because that's already, already a thing. I've done Reese's Puffs because that would be the first thing. I have mine while you guys are thinking. Go ahead. Twix. Twix cereal. Oh, oh a Twix cereal. It would be so good. You think drizzle, little maybe. little balls like they do with the Reese's Puffs. So I was thinking like you know the little like fun size ones? Yeah. Cut it in half. And make it like a little cube, like um, what's the other Hershey cereal they got? Um, the one where it's like vanilla on the outside, chocolate on the inside. Comp? No, I can't think of it. But it's like that, mm. basically like that. Um, I think it's gonna be so good. So what would you guys think? I'm I'm having trouble brainstorming. Just like it's got to be something chocolatey, right? I wouldn't think that you would want to do like Starburst or anything like that. Maybe. I mean. Starburst would be a funky like a one. Skittle cereal. It's kind of like a Fruit Loops, but yeah. oh, like a Fruity Pebbles. Okay. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't, I'm not totally sure. I, I don't know what else there would be that would be maybe Milky Way, but that would be kind of almost the same as as a Twix. There. Three Musketeers is nice, nice and fluffy and light. That might oh, be good. I feel good. like Three Musketeers could be good. You just turn it into like a like, crisp. Yeah, yeah, it's that just, kind of takes it away from it. But though. it's not like oh, yeah, too crispy. True. You don't want it to be no, like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like a Captain Crunch will like rip your the roof of your mouth mm-hmm. up you want it like a light light crunch kind of like a you know a kick cereal do you oh, yeah. have that it's just light but crunchy just just enough i think 
we could we could definitely see that for three musketeers that would, i mean that'd be pretty good yeah. yeah all right well i think that's good um maybe beerly comes out with their own i don't know own cereal maybe it's just cereal i don't know we'll something, get in that market something food related so okay you should pull this up though has everyone heard about the walmart sweater that got pulled yeah no the let it snow one this is ridiculous. yeah beer you should pull it up because it's I pretty see good your reaction so they gave an official <laughs> oh there it is where is it oh it's right there the cocaine santa is yeah that it's called oh wow um <laughs> so this was an actual sweater that they no. were selling at walmart <laughs> What so they gave the out world? they gave out an official apology the other day <laughs> and they apologized for it and they took it off their shelves. My thing is this, they said originally that they don't see how it's drug related. <laughs> and so so for anyone that hasn't seen it's a snowman with a table in front of him, a couple of snowballs and then a, a very clearly white lines. I don't even think the white lines are the worst part. I think the worst part about this is look in his right hand. It's a straw. No. Okay, so this this had to have been. That, come on, this this can't just be a mistake. Yeah, I now that I'm seeing it again, that has to be fake. Right? What they what put, are these? They, they dilated his pupils too. Look at how big his pupils are. Right, first of all, what is the explanation for the lines of yay on the table? What is it? I don't know what the person pitched to them. <laughs> what is like what what do they think it is? It's just a table, but they've got three lines of something like. What? I think of the pitch meeting, you know how like if you got caught doing something as a kid, like say you got caught like drinking or something, you'd be like, yeah, mom, I was drinking. You know, like where you say it is like it's clearly a joke. So mm-hmm. he was like, oh, yeah, no, nah, this is our snowman. He's just uh, snorting some uh, cocaine. And then the girl's like, oh, my God, that guy's so bad. That's so funny. That's obviously not what it is. But no, that is what it is. Oh, my and I God. I still think the straw in the right hand is the worst part about the whole shirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conspiracy theory hat time. Okay. I, Put I that like, tinfoil I, I like to do that. Aluminum foil. Um, they did this as a publicity stunt to get more awareness out there that, hey, we've got Christmas sweaters at Walmart, in case you didn't already know. Because I, after seeing your reaction, Beer, and then seeing the straw and the pupils dilated, there's no way that this got through How multiple did, layers of approval on any sort of management. I just want to know a multiple decision make. Like okay, so the, it says let it snow, right? And then you've got a pile of snowballs, and then you got like a, a, it's like a snowman wearing Santa gear. Also, look at that crazy smile, Cr- crazy smile, and then a straw in his hand. What is it? What is it supposed <laughs> to mean? Like, I don't understand what they're what they were thinking at this point. Let it snow is just hilarious too. Like it is absolutely hilarious. And- it would even be more hilarious if it said let's go skiing or something like that. <laughs> but. And he's got, and it's literally a table and a couch too. Yeah. There's, there's not, it's not scenery. He's yeah. not outside. Like his kids, some kids just built the snowman or something like that. Like, Why is there snowballs on a table in front of a couch? Yeah. Only thing worse would be if he's in a bathroom, <laughs> like a bathroom <laughs> stall. I think it's insane. I can't believe this even got past anyone, anyone, anyone. Like even the person putting it on the hook, like. What? Yeah. Like, what is this? Like, there's no way this is a thing. Also, is... also, what's the implication of a snowman snorting lines of himself? You know? I don't get it. Oh. I just don't. On multiple levels, I'm confused, and I would love to just dive in and see why. Just give me one good, solid explanation for all of it. If you're the creator of this sweater and you want to be on a podcast, yeah. give us a call because we would love to talk to you for about... 
12 hours. At least. Yeah, yeah minimum. I want to know your entire backstory. Everything. How you got to where you are. Exactly. It's Everything like a catch me if you can. Like, how did you fool a giant conglomerate that is trying to take on Amazon? Oh, my. I just. There's if so you many Walmarts in this country that they just they shipped out. They had a whole thing. Oh my god! So now, can you get one of these? Or they, so they, they took they took it? them off. So the legit ones. So these are the fake Gildan ones. There's an actual like brand. Those I saw are going for like over a hundred bucks online now. Like the legit ones. Jeez. Um. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So that's pretty funny. Wow. And that's going to lead us into our taboo Tuesday. We didn't have one last week, but we're going to have one this week. And this is something that I got really heated about in my own mind about, and I like argued with myself. So I, you know, I got to hear what my my podcast think. <sighs> is hot dog a sandwich? Ooh, oh, um, hot dog a sandwich. I'm gonna hold because I would like to hear, and then I will give my opinion that I was racking my brain with. I say no. Okay. Okay, that's fair. And. I mean, I'm not passionate about it either way, just because I think a hot dog's a hot dog. Um, I don't think there's anything even close that you could even put a label on it for. But um, the big thing for me with sandwiches is that it's, you know, you've got bread on top, bread on bottom, right? Ooh, what about a beef sandwich? I mean, so it does wrap around. You are right. That's, that's, a, good, that's a good response, This right? is exactly the conversation yeah. I had in my own um, True, yes. Yeah, so I think it's 100% a sandwich. I just think, like... Yeah, I guess you're right. But even then, a lot of these... See, I'm trying to think about it. You can't, like, pack... You totally can pack a hot dog full of full toppings and stuff. But yeah. It's got a sauce. It's got veggies. It's got bread. And it's got meat. It's just one, one, one sausage, right? Versus, like, a bunch of meat that gets put on a sandwich mm-hmm. and can be piled up. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a good argument is the... Uh, is the Italian beef mm-hmm. response? I I think it's like a subset of sandwich. I wouldn't call it in the same as like something you would get from like a Subway. But even then, right? Because it's kind of open at a Subway. Uh, Do they have hot dogs? Well, no. I'm no, just saying, I, like, a I, hot, like at Subway, you got you know your bread that. Oh yeah, open, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. No, no. Yeah, I know what you mean. Oh, okay. I wasn't even thinking about that. That's a good. Point. I was just thinking Subway sandwich. Right. Just like straight. Just nobody sandwich. would argue that that's a sandwich. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. That's a sandwich. And we all agree on that. Yes. Okay, I think it's it's a subset of that then, un- under which a, a lot of things can. You fit. think it's a sub sub sandwich? It's it, like a tree, right? Of, so yeah, you have your yeah, sandwich yeah. tree, exactly. and it branches off. Yes, yes. Into different sub sandwiches. Yeah, sub section sandwiches. Yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah, and just like I would think to extend on that further, that a uh, like a taco, it I could could be up for debate as a sandwich, but I think it's like a sub set of a, of the sandwich family. Mm. I think a taco has a good argument to be a wrap more than a sandwich. As soon as you take the bread away. But there is still a grain. Like, a tortilla is like yeah, but, corn But I would say it's like a wrap. Like, if you went and got a chicken Caesar wrap at a place, you wouldn't say chicken Caesar salad or a sandwich. I just think, I think a taco is a taco, though. I think it's a different No, I, I completely agree. You, but you no, don't I think it falls under the umbrella. I don't think it falls under the sandwich tree. Um, I feel it, like it's, it's different. It's it's meat and veggies in in the middle of uh, something that's open faced, similar to a hot dog, though. I think strictly because it's tortilla over bread. Is it? Yeah, it's the sandwich has to be bread, right? Versus so, tortilla. Tortilla, you're getting a wrap tree that you have. That's that's all I'm saying. But I think a wrap is a like a 
its own field of sandwich. So you're saying the defining characteristic of a sandwich is the bread. That's what makes it a sandwich. I think bread, meat, cheese, or I'm sorry, bread, meat, it. sauce, and then like a topping. But you, I mean, you could have a hot dog that's literally just dog and bun. And you could have Italian beef that's just beef and bread. Yeah, yeah cause or you, you could, could have a veggie sandwich. Like yeah, I, can go, so you I could, go to Subway and get a veggie. So you could have a shit sandwich or you could have a good sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I would get it. I'm just saying that's the thing. No, because I agree. Because like, I think a, a tuna melt is still a sandwich. Of course. But like, right. tuna is not like one condensed like piece of meat. No, I don't think it has to be one condensed piece of meat. I'm just, I'm, I'm hung up on the fact that you guys are all about this bread thing. Like, bread defines a sandwich. I think it does, though. I mean, if you think, come on. Sandwiches, you need, you need to have bread. If it doesn't have bread, then you're not, I'm not saying, like, if I make a quesadilla, it's a sandwich. Like, it's not. It's a quesadilla. It's. Let me say this. When you go to a store and you pick out the hot dog bread, it's literally called a hot dog bun, hamburger bun. Mm-hmm. You know, they have hoagie rolls, pretzel buns, all things to make a sandwich. You're not going to really make other things with that particular thing. A tortilla, you can make like anything. You could fry them up. You could eat them as chips. That's where I think the distinction is. Bread is not as versatile as a tortilla. Yeah, but you could like, you can make a bagel is made out of bread and you could put cream cheese on it. Lox, would you call that a sandwich? Yeah, bagel yeah. sandwich. I mean, you've had bagel sandwich. And I like breakfast sandwiches. sandwiches but so. I think that that's... Eh, I'm getting lost in my own thought. I, I literally have bagels downstairs, onion bagels that I make my sandwiches with, so... Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, it's yeah. a thinker, though, isn't it? I, I, I'm right, it's a thinker. I, I'm still on the fence, or not on the fence, I'm on the, the field of that it's all within the same family tree, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that the right. one, the trunk, if you will, is not bread the trunk is just i i agree with that i think we're all agreeing that it's a sandwich and i like i like where you're going with it i i I don't think you're wrong i just think that to me like when when i was thinking about it so much i was thinking of like yeah but like bread meat cheese and then i was like well beef sandwich french dip sandwich Mm -hmm. a steak sandwich like there's different things so I was thinking, like, you kind of got to put it in there. The tacos for another discussion. Yeah. Because I, 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 I actually really like what you're saying, and I'm leaning more towards you now. But it just, from from what I was thinking today and yesterday when I came up with this idea, that's what I was thinking of. Like, okay. I kept going back to, like, but that bun. And yeah, I was like, yeah, bun. but you could, you could have, like, a French bread, which is, like, kind of like a bun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I'll, I'll think on it this week. Yeah. Good luck getting sleep thinking yeah. about it. Yeah, it's it's a tough. I stayed up an extra hour and a half last night, just like I don't know. Um, okay, let's get into this week's rank. This rank's brought to you by Beer League again. Not going to do another promo. It's just brought to you by us. Um, this week, since we're in the Christmas spirit, we're talking about snowmen doing snow, <laughs> literally doing snow on a table doing with a straw. <laughs> we're going to do the best Christmas songs. Okay. Okay. Who wants to start us off? So I'll I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll, we should go in like reverse order for these ranks. So our number one is the last, but uh, I'll, okay. I'll start do with it. it. I like do that. it. Um, I wrote these down. Okay, so number four. You know I'm a big fan of the "Baby It's Cold Outside" song. I think it's it's very well written, and Michael Bublé when he sings it is absolutely nuts. You can't you can't deny it. It's an incredible song. So "Baby It's Cold Outside" is my number four. Is that the I really should stay? It's like really rapey. Like it's really. Oh, it's that song. It's but super, I do like that song. Yeah, it's good. It's good, but it's just like okay, I can see how this came out in like the 40s. Elf like, yeah. blew <laughs> that song up. 
when she's singing in the shower at Elf, oh, yeah. everyone uh, knew that yeah. song. Because Elf's a great movie. Yeah, it is. Elf is a phenomenal movie. Yeah. And then uh, number three, I have Feliz Navidad. Ooh, great song. Ooh. Love that. It's Jose just Feliciano. It's just, you know, very fun. Johnny, if you're if you're hearing me, <laughs> I hope you have a Feliz Navidad. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, in Mexico. Um, and then number two is a lesser known song. It's called Hard Rock, Coco, and Joe. You ever heard that song? No. It's no. super old. I just, you know, I grew up with that song. Every every year, drive into my grandparents' house for Christmas, we'd listen to that song. It's it's pretty good. Um, it's it's pretty famous, but it kind of went. It's not as famous anymore. Okay. Um, and then number one, you can't deny it. It's all I want for Christmas is you by Mariah Carey. Ooh. Incredible, Ooh. incredible okay. Christmas song. I mean, I don't know how you can even compete against that. It, it's just. A classic. It's not even on my list. Oh my gosh, it's not on mine either. Yeah, it's a good. It's one. not on my list, but I know what you're saying. It's yeah. it's so good. Uh, I so heard that at every bar we went to, NT Box. Yeah, and there's a reason for it because it's incredible. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Yeah, um, th- those are my those are my ranks. Um, all right, Nick. All right, um, we're going reverse order. So I like the reverse order, by the way. Yeah, it's good. Good move for sure. I can't believe it took us so long to do that. Uh, my number four. Um, I, do you hear what I hear? Are you guys familiar with yeah. that? Oh, yeah. Or do you see what I see? Or do you know what I know? I don't know the official title uh, of that. But I'm sorry. I got I to gotta break off just for a second. So I love that song so much, but for a very different reason. So growing up in Palatine, we used to do something called a dip walk. I'm sorry, Mom. I'm sorry, Dad. Um, but we used to do dip walk. We would meet in front of John Morrison's house. Didn't matter how late. It could be like 4 o'clock in the morning. And so what we would do is we'd... Everyone would meet up, allegedly sneak out. Not me. I would never do that, Mom. Um, people would allegedly do that or just be like coming back. We've we've done this our whole lives. And we would start at John's. Everyone would meet up, and then we'd start walking. And about 50 feet in, there'd be this yellow sign. And Steve Rawls would start singing. So everyone would be walking. You knew it was coming, but you just got to wait for Steve. And he would start with like, the, do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? <laughs> And then we would all come in with a sign, a sign, a yellow crossing sign. Now we know that it is dipping time. Now you know that it is dipping time. And then we'd all get on one knee, pop the tin, and you'd you'd fill the golden platter with dip. Everyone would take one. And then we'd always go to 7-Eleven. So everyone would take one, allegedly. And the whole thing was... Is after that point, from that sign to the stop sign, which was probably like a block or two, you just try to get as much spit as you could in your whole mouth. And you just walk, you'd walk. And once you get to the, the white of the stop sign, everyone would stop. would be like a whole line of us. And everyone just spit. And whoever had the least had to buy the winner a little snack. Oh, wow. Oh, my so that's what I think of when I Dip think walk. of that song. Wow. So I'm sorry for cutting you off. I no. feel like I've done that a lot this episode, but I like that is so ingrained in my heart that like anytime someone brings it up, I just think of, oh, yeah. yeah, that's, that's a beautiful story. It was that on your list. No. Oh, okay. Wow. It, it sounds like you should Cause be I can't one. think of it as a Christmas song. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I no. can only think of a dip song. Um, that that was beautiful. Uh, thank you very much for that. So that's my number four. Number three, White Christmas, Bing Crosby. Love the movie. I'm thinking of a white. Dreaming, but yeah. Or dreaming, okay. <laughs> Close enough. Uh, Bing Crosby, love the movie. Um, number two, I'm going to have to go with Sleigh Ride. Hear those, 
Oh, dun 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 out in the countryside, presumably, uh, with a horse that you somehow got somewhere and having a bunch of sleigh bells. So uh, that's beautiful as well. Uh, and then my number one uh, is uh, near and dear to my heart from uh, the Charlie Brown Christmas movie, uh, Oh Christmas Tree, the Charlie yeah. Brown Christmas okay. version that's of that, good. which is a little bit jazzy. Mm-hmm. Vince Guaraldi trio. Uh, beautiful movie, beautiful song. Okay. No, I wow. think I think both of those, normally you know I shit on the ranks, those are both very good. Thanks. Those are both very good. So my number four is going to be Let It Snow. You know, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow. Love that song because yep. I do love snow. My number three is going to be Dashing Through the Snow. Okay. You know, and what happens like? It's fast. It's fun. Oh, it's, it's good and everyone yes. can get into it. That's Absolutely. Jingle Bells, right? Gets everyone pumped, you know. Is it? Dashing, Dashing through the, the snow and one horse open sleigh. No, it's not all the way as we go, laughing all the way. Ha 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 ha! Bells on bells ring, making spirits bright. Oh, fun it is to ride and sing a slang song tonight. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Yeah. Okay. I when I looked it up, it it only called it dashing through the snow. Oh, okay. So yeah, but that song's a banger. Yeah. It's like the um, Sweet Caroline of Christmas songs because <laughs> you know the ha ha ha. It's like the bump bump bump. Um, number three is Santa Claus is coming to town, the rock version. You know, Santa Claus is coming to town. Is that yeah. Bruce Springsteen? Yeah. Yes. Who does that? Nice. Yes, I like it. Kayla hates that, can't stand it. It's like one of the only songs I like. So it's like every time it comes out, I'm like. Didn't the Jackson 5 sing that song too? It's like. Yeah, but their dad was like known for beating them a lot during that song because they kept messing up so it's like a little sad when i hear that one mm, okay. and then my last one which i can't believe that no one had is rudolph the red-nosed reindeer mm, oh yeah yeah no that's a good one that's a banger and there's a lot of the the call and response thing going on yeah like the middle elementary school stuff uh-huh oh, yeah i love that man i think those were good i'm really jacked um for christmas you know, I'm, I'm excited. We're going to talk about our Christmas traditions next week, so I'm not even going to bring them up this week. Yeah. Um, I have some topics and segments that I was thinking about that I just wanted to get your guys' opinion on before we go off. And then I want everyone who's listening, I will put a poll up on our Instagram. If you could vote, whatever you like, we'll implement in the next episode or the episode on the first new year. So I got Mr. Relatable, who is... Oh, Never mind. Never mind. I'm not going to do it. We're keeping it a surprise. Okay. Mr. Relatable, little sneak peek. We might okay. do that. But as always, thank you guys very much for listening. <laughs> wow, what a tease. Thanks, guys. I know. I'm sorry. I'm giving you snowballs. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, how's it going, right? Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Once again, this just please blow up this podcast. We want to quit our jobs. We want to do this full time. You know, tell your dentist about us. Fuck it. Put it on the waiting room. That's all we got to say. Thank you guys very much for listening, though. Beer, Nick, always a pleasure. Everyone, have a good one. Later. Bye.